Hey, it's Brian K. Vaughn, and you're listening to Chris's Comics. So hello and welcome to uh, Chris's Christianity Podcast. <laughs> Christianity Comics. <laughs> I am your host. Um, I haven't got a funny pun now for my name, just Chris. Just Chris. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's start again. You, you haven't tuned into the wrong show. This is Chris's Comics. Uh, me and JB were just in the midst of a, a, relig- a religion debate, which you'll be sad that you missed out on but no this is chris's comics podcast this is a podcast where i talk about comic books with a special guest or or resident uh <laughs> permanent guest uh mr punk rock pirate time lord mr jay Bidette. did you say go to say special guest or jay Bidette? well yeah <laughs> so i'm not special i mean it's a shine go I, on. I refuse to call you a co-host you are a permanent, a, a resident special guest. <laughs> this sounds like those things that, like, governments and businesses come up with, so they don't have to pay someone the correct wage. Yeah, you know, you're just making up, making up a little term for me, basically. Which I'm, I, anything then makes me special. It's just because I want to regain all the control. I want to be in charge of this podcast. I don't want to give you too much. Uh, that's fine. That's, too... that's what born again Christians want. They want to be controlled. <laughs> They want they want to get control back on their lives. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's been a while, man. It has uh, I, I apologise uh, all the listeners for my squeaky chair, by the way. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> it gets worse the more you move. And that, it's, so but, yeah, it's it's um, it's not ideal, but yeah, sorry in advance for the squeaky chair. Uh, but yeah, we are here today to discuss um, the three issue mini series from DC Comics, Batman and the Signal which came out this year. Um, it's now collected in trade. I think that came out a couple of weeks ago now. So yeah. this is pretty relevant. We're relevant for once, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be discussing a new comic book trade, uh, but we'll get to that later on, mm. Um, mm. which will be fun. I don't think JB enjoyed that series, but yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. First of all, we've got a lot of comic book news to discuss. Uh, we're going to talk about what we've been reading, I'm going to go through some of the DC Nation zines and what we thought about them. Um, and anything else to add, Jub? Um, no. Well, how have you been? For well, well, that's a nice person. Because we've, we've actually not seen each other for a long no, while. Like, do you know it's been that long and I'm now realising that I'm getting... I mean, you, you've, you've been through this phase of I'm going through it. I'm, I'm in what we, we call my late 20s. I'm 31. And you are ahead of me somewhat, so what I'm experiencing you've already had. 
Um, I had something the other day, and I have a few times now called a, uh, I believe the term is hangover. A hangover. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, the old hangover. Yes, yeah. that's the one. I, um, I've, I've not really, I've been lucky in my life. Normally when I've had these, it's from, um, like, four bottles of vodka and... You know, that's the first two hours, and then more rum, something like Bottle that. Bottle Lambrini. Yeah, and then after the 48, 72-hour bend has finished, then I get a, a headache or whatever and throw up. Um, recently, I've been going out and just having four beers, and walking around Ikea was horrible the other oh, yeah. day. Oh, it was... Well, like Walking around Ikea sober is pretty horrendous. So I like it, you I know. can't imagine. Did you get the hot dog at the end? Or the, or the meatballs. No, no, I don't. Yeah. Oh, they do vegetarian hot dogs now. At the end, I do like. Yeah. Well, I, I just, I don't like. I've never liked hot dogs, and I won't eat any meat that's spherical shaped. But uh, the, the, <laughs> that's not what you said last the, night. <laughs> but the fish, the fish and chips really perked me up. But no, do you not feel like IKEA is like? As I mean, this is from somebody who worked in Argos. It's not like imagine going into Argos but walking into the magazine. <laughs> it's a good you know, way of describing it. You're walking it. into the castle. Like, yeah. you, you get to take the pen and paper with you, yeah. and you get to oh, write down everything. I like the, the, uh, the I like the paper tape measures. Yes, I always get them. Yeah, because yeah, I can measure my unit and see if it's big enough. Pardon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's but yeah, I've been getting hangovers, and I I it's actually caused me to really like drink a lot less. Like I'm only having a beer with you now because I feel it's a thing to loosen myself up. A bit, but, <laughs> oh, but honestly, I've I've really cut down. I feel so unrock. Oh mate, yeah. No, it happened to me a couple of years ago, and now I, I just have like one cider and I've got a headache straight away. Like, I can't hack it anymore. I mean, <laughs> I, I just can't do it. It kind of makes me realise like that's why people are older and carry on drinking. I'm like, why are you why are this much of a mess? You know, just do the happy medium like you always used to, and you can't. I think no. the only way I could not get a hangover is to be consistently and constantly drunk and, <laughs> and that's the way to alcoholism and that's, that is one way to alcoholism or as I call it you know just being happy <laughs> but uh, I can't I can't do that I have a job that I need to maintain and I've got to drive but one day I'm going to be rich enough to have my own chauffeur and I'll be rich and so much fun. I'll be like Elon Musk You'll and just then, be drunk constantly. Drunk or high, like Elon Musk. Which <laughs> did you see that by the way? I don't even know who that is. To be Elon, honest, Elon Musk, the guy who runs Tesla. It, it sounds like a Yankee Candle scent. <laughs> it does. It does. Elon sound, Musk. Oh, Elon Musk for men. Mm. No, he's he's. So you know Tesla, the car. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's a massive company. Supercar. They make. Uh, they have loads in science. He's like. He's like Tony Stark. This man is Tony Stark of our day. But anyway, he got he went on Joe Rogan podcast the other day and got amazingly high just live <laughs> live on a webcam and like there's fantastic memes of him going around looking like yeah. He just re- but that's that's So he basically is Tony Stark. He is Tony Stark and that's Bringing how I it want back to be. round to the comic books. Yeah, yes, he full we're, circle. We're going on big tangents here already. Uh, but hashtag I digress. Um so yeah, you've been getting hangovers and watching Elon Elon Musk. You have been, however. I have moved house and I'm currently sat in my new nerd cave to record this podcast. Um, just describe it for the listeners, Job. Okay, so... In one word, I'd say it's glorious. In one word, it's glorious. Um, other than the... Which I don't really see why I've got so many swastikas around the room. <laughs> um, 
There's... What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I've just always been that way. It's a Methodist church. <laughs> um, no, it's there's as you walk in immediately, there is a, the Val Kilmer Batman Forever poster, huge as you walk in on the left. In front of you, there's a great glass elevator that has in it uh, Dark Knight, Batman animated figures, and uh, Batman 66, your extensive comic book collection. Uh, which is under lock and key with multiple saves. There's no way anyone can get anywhere near them. Um, posters of Iron Man, Spider-Man, Hulk, DC bombshells, loads, and then a lovely big, big... Um, Penis. <laughs> um, yeah, all your Blu-rays, all your comics, all your um, other it's, bits and bobs. He's still trying to find places basically for... basically just heaven on earth. And oh, those. yeah, no, it's, it's glorious. I, I'm in love with this room. Yeah, and the house is pretty sweet too. The house is great. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been busy boy moving house and setting up this nerd cave. So yeah, I, but I have actually read a shitload of comics. So without further ado, yes, let's talk about what we've been reading recently. What have we read this week? Is that the official jingle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Let's talk about go on. Uh, Amazing Spider Man. Yes, let's... let's talk about Amazing Spider Man. Issue three in particular. Yes. Because that's when shit started to get weird. Yeah. By the way, a disclaimer, as always, this podcast will be filled with spoilers and of the issues that we're discussing. Yes. So if you haven't read Amazing Spider-Man, uh, issue three onwards, then tune out now um, and then come back and listen once you've read. But yeah, so Amazing Spider-Man three, that's when shit started to get weird. On the front cover, you've got Peter Parker <laughs> being grabbed by Spider-Man. Whilst being chased by the Tri Oh no, that, that's issue four. Yeah, but yeah. Let's talk about both of them issues. Issue but three and is, four. Issue three is the one where it was kind of like, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was it kind of like Dr. Evil when he's trying to understand gold members? Like, <laughs> right. I mean, the suspension of disbelief with comics, and then there's Nick Spencer's writing in issue three on explaining how. There is simultaneously a Peter Parker and a Spider-Man running around at the same time. Yeah, my my only thing, and I'm glad that you've got this suspension, you're struggling to suspend your disbelief, <laughs> was I was okay with it. I, I was absolutely fine, right? So at the end of issue two, um, Peter Parker is in the classroom with the lizard, and then what happens? Does the lizard go mad and start wrecking shit? No, no, um, no. Two people come in to rob the stuff from the lizard. Two, right. um, is it? Um, oh, it's Taskmaster and. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Nick Spencer fucking loves Taskmaster. Oh yeah, he's, he is good Taskmaster. Though. Yeah. Um, so Taskmaster and someone else, um, and so so Spider-Man, Spider-Man comes in to save the day. He, he saves Peter Parker, mm. and at first you're like, okay, this is. I don't. I didn't think that we were going to get into it as deep that we have done. I thought it was going to be more of sort of like a a throwaway cliffhanger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like someone dressed as Spider Man or something. But no, Nick Spencer's gone like fully into this thing. And you know, we've had clones of Peter Parker before. We've oh. had all sorts LMDs. But this is different. Now, can you explain it? Job. I mean, yes <laughs> and no. So there is essentially a, he's Peter Parker and Spider Man have separated, as in the personalities have gone. Um, but this is been meant split into two, into two different and, personalities, and that's because he ended up accidentally 
getting in front of a, mach- a, a machine. This is what I didn't like, understand. This was the one thing where I, I had to read, and this is a sign of a bad storytelling. I'm sorry, Nick Spencer. I love you. Yeah, he's I, usually fantastic. I, I really do, but... I'm struggling with this at the, the moment. The, the, the panelling, I had to read three or four times. I didn't get how we went from... And I can only... I One can only assume. Uh, it's from... He falls into he falls into this machine, which zaps him, separating him into two different uh, versions of himself uh, to take the muta- uh, this mutation gene out of him. Um, but in doing so, if that science wasn't already like cutting some corners for you, it also gives this ge- genome. Um, the, the the costume of Spider Man. He's he, he it just as simple as that. Oh, by the way, Peter Parker and Spider Man, completely separate costumes, everything, hairdo, everything, powers, everything. Do you think that would happen if if I did that and I'd get split into like Domino's Chris with my uniform <laughs> on, and then like regular Chris? Yeah, Domino's like... Do, Domino's Chris and regular Chris. But who would have? Because this is the other thing. The powers go away. So Spider Man yeah. is he's a bit. Over like ah, he's a bit too overconfident. Yeah, um, and he's got all the intelligence. Peter Parker, by the way, Peter Parker had the intelligence before he was Spider Man. This is yeah. a problem I had because it made out that Peter Parker's nobody. He doesn't have any powers. He doesn't have any of his intelligence. And now he's giving less of a shit about his family as well. Yeah, or something. Which like, is no, sorry. That's what Spider-Man is meant to give. Yeah, no. This is the thing. I feel like he's divided the personality wrong. So if you, it were you, I would feel that the Domino's version of you would, mm, I think, probably change his light bulb more on his car. Yeah. Um. Watch I don't him. know. Yeah. You don't. Uh, let's be your your Domino's personality is horrible. Let's be honest. How do you know what my Domino's personality is like? Describe your per- Domino's personality in three words, and none of them can be your personality as you are now. Okay. Um, pissed off and lethargic. Well, that is three <laughs> words. I mean, one of which... And it's not a word. Well, I, mean, I asked for three. I was giving you... I was supporting you there. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And isn't a, and, and is a word, but it wasn't what I wanted. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so you would have Domino's you would just be like a terror suspect, essentially, because you'd just be driving around suspiciously with a package and a beard, just looking <laughs> grumpy and, and pissed off. Whereas this version of you would be probably happier, more carefree. Yeah. You wouldn't have as much free pizza, though. No, that's true. I'd probably mm. be a lot thinner. But we hashtag, I, I digress. Know. No, it is. I, I've liked, and what's what's more annoying is I've liked it after this has happened as well. I just feel the segue has either happened too quickly or just hasn't been pulled off appropriately. Yeah, no, I'm I'm still reading it. Um, I love the art by Nick Ockley, by the yeah. way. Absolutely fantastic art. He was on Invincible. I don't know if you ever read that. No. It was an image comic for many years. It ran for hundreds of issues. I dipped in and out of it, but he's a fantastic artist and. I love his Spider-Man. Um, I think that if the art wasn't so good, I don't know if I'd still be sticking around. Oh, really? I, mean, I love Nick Spencer, but this whole clone thing or whatever it is like, really was quite jarring for me. The other thing as well is like, I thought he was setting up something different in the first one, which was more interesting. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, with yeah. this, it's taken another turn. Yeah. And I can't help but feel with the motions it's going through already. We're already in the second act of this, of this very... Of this clone storyline, which 
almost seems it makes to make it so throwaway. It's just yeah, it's, it's a weird one. I, don't I mean, know maybe how. it'll read better in trade or something, but yeah, jury's mm. still. Out. I mean, I really don't want to drop this title. I don't. I love. Spider-Man, you know, I've got him tattooed on my elbow and I want to read a Spider-Man book, you know. <laughs> um, I have been reading uh, Fantastic Four, issue one. That, no, that came out. That was a shitty stick. Go on, what's that like? It's great, um, except they're not actually back yet. Oh, for fuck's um, sake, Chris. <laughs> well, basically, uh, there's this book been going on called Marvel 2-in-1 Thing in Human Touch. Yes. I'm written right. by Chip Zdarsky, which I've been really enjoying. Um and I've, I'm yet to see how it actually ties in with this. It's a little bit messy at the moment. I don't know whether it's due to release schedules and stuff, mm. but that hasn't wrapped up yet. So I've read issue one of Fantastic Four before I read the last issue of that. So I don't know. But regardless of you know continuity, the art's great, Sarah Pacelli, um, and the script is really strong by Dan Slott. Um, and I'm really excited to see. Is Dan Slott on it as well? Yeah, Dan Slott's fantastic. God, he's taking yeah. a bit at the moment, isn't he? Mm. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I loved it, and I can't wait for the second issue, which comes out on this this Wednesday, actually. Yeah, uh, I have been reading Immortal Hulk as usual. That's yeah, been great. That has been great. Really interesting. I uh, don't know if I'm a... issue. D- issue four. Did you read that one? It was Is that like... the one with him holding the car? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. yeah, yeah, and, dude, yeah, and it yeah. was a very different issue because there was like loads of different artists on it, and what was it? Was it that one? Yeah, I think, yeah. I want to know if I've read it now. There was I've, like, I've got this horrible habit where I've only picked up. I know there's a pile of comics that I've been meaning to read. I'm wondering if I have read it now. Well, basically, it's a very, it's a completely different than the other previous issues. It's a very pulpy issue. There's loads of different artists, and it's people recounting. Eyewitness events. Yes, no, I did. No, I did. Yes, I I thought it was really clever. I was like, that's a nice little break in the story. Mm -hmm. Interesting to get, you know, the public's take on, you know, what they think of the Hulk. And it sort of builds, it world builds, doesn't it, it, in a clever way. So I thought that was really cool, really interesting, that issue. Um, I'm carrying on reading Domino, loving that. Uh, that's Gail Simone. She's always a really solid writer, in my opinion. Yeah, hold on. Gail Simone is doing something else that I'm reading. Um, because I couldn't remember the name of her. So, in case people don't know, you might, I don't know. I, it would be interesting to get some feedback, actually, off you, Christopher. Um, so, I've been doing something called the Undead Comic Book Hall mm-hmm. um, on our YouTube, where I've been um, on Talk Nerd YouTube, where I've been just showing my whole video... I'm already quite aware that I feel a little stiff doing it because I've been trying not to swear. <laughs> Steady on. <laughs> well, I just, I, I felt like I was taking over from you and you have made it so I think your your son could watch it. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to keep it like that, but it just, it just isn't me. You, you can't filter you. I, you? I know, and I've tried, <laughs> and it's, it's actually one of the hardest things I've filmed. Why, do, why don't you just beep out swear words then? That's a lot. Editing's annoying that mm. way. Although, weirdly enough, you know when I do like a WhatsApp talk? If you watch them, I don't swear. I can do yeah, a exactly, WhatsApp talk yeah, without yeah. swearing, but, but when it comes to comics, comics fucking you comics. Need passion. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we, I was talking about a comic, and I can't remember who was on it. I want to say, was it The Life of Captain Marvel? Was she on that as well? She was, she was on a comic, 
And I call her Gail, um, Nina Simone by accident. <laughs> I had to edit it out. <laughs> I wish you didn't edit that out. And, and as soon as I said it, you can see me on the video and the outtake go, something's wrong there, dude. And I just carried on. But she is doing something else at the moment as well, Nina Simone. Gail, Gail Simone! <laughs> you did that on purpose. I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> uh, Life of Captain Marvel is, uh, let's see. No, that's Margaret Stahl. Um... I don't know, Gail Simone's all over the show, though. She does all sorts. Yeah. Uh, Thor! Is it, no, 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 that's Jason Aaron. No, but is it the art? No. She's what, a writer. Yeah, a writer. I don't know. But... Um, yeah, so I've, I've been reading uh, Domino. Great stuff. Uh, I have been reading probably... I, is this a natural? No, 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 but I have been reading that. Um, I want to say... I don't want to say that this is my favourite book at the moment, but I think I'm going to anyway. Cosmic Ghost Rider. It is, is boss. fucking brilliant. It is mate. boss. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to read this book because I thought that just looks ridiculous. And then Field Mouse uh, told me that Cable was going to be in it. And I was like, yeah. all right, well, I'm going to read it then. Um, and I just fucking love it, mate. It's so good. Like The writing's amazing by uh, Donny Cates. I yeah. want to say, is that his name? Donny Cates. Um the art, I've forgotten who does the art, but... Uh, the, uh, Jeffrey Shaw does the cover art. Um, I don't know if he's the one doing it inside as well. It's it's so good, mate. Like, Have you read the last issue? The one um, where he actually... No, no, no. Because annoyingly enough, <coughs> annoyingly, I've been... Um, oh, God. I've, I've had trouble getting down to the comic book shop, and this is what I heard, that Hanigu over, or whatever it's called... Stopped me the other day, like it proper stopped me in my tracks. I couldn't get what down. What stopped you? My hangover. Oh, yeah, hangover. That's what it's called. Um, but yeah, I've. So, so yeah, I mean, are you up to the part where the alternative dimension, future possible Guardians of the Galaxy I've, have turned up? I've up to that part, I haven't bought that comic yet. But they've turned up, right? They turn up at the very end, yeah, because it's yeah. at the very end. Yeah. Which I was instantly like, the first thing I zoned in on, other than the obvious cable, was I was like, is that Howard the Duck? The juggernaut as, the as, Duck. A juggernaut <laughs> the Duck. Um, Fucking brilliant, mate. And then like Rocket Raccoon's wearing like a Groot armour. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was so well good. confusing. But like there's a few like, there's a few moments in um, issue, is it issue three or issue four, the last one? Uh, um, issue four is the last one. I again, where haven't it read just it. just had me rolling, mate. Like you know, the art's incredible. It's so funny, and it's just a joy to read. I just that's the one I think that I look forward to most to pick up every month. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's so good, mate. I'm I'm loving it, and it's just sort of you know come out of the blue for me. Um, I'm also enjoying Spider Geddon. Uh, issue two came out last week. That was a Gerard Way. Zach Thompson one. Yeah, I didn't know whether to jump on this because how much is it tied to Spider-Verse because that's what I really want to read but I want to go in kind of cold. Oh, you've not read Spider-Verse? No, I want to go in Uh, cold on it. Yeah, I mean it's kind of continuing on from Spider-Verse because these characters that we see in Mm -hmm. Spider-Geddon are from the Spider-Verse story. Um, I mean you don't have to have read Spider-Verse but you know It it, it helps. But yeah, it's great. Uh, the first one was Spider Punk, and the second one was the uh, the Spider Mech one. And yeah, every, everyone's been like very different, so that's been cool. 
Um, I think I would do that in trade. I think I just generally yeah. can see myself going out for. Um, I mean, the, the actual this is the edge of Spider Gwen, so this is like the lead up to it. Issue zero comes out, I think, at the end of this month. Um, and on the cover, it's got um, the new PS4 game Spider Man. He's, oh, he's going to be in it because uh, he's another oh, oh, version well, of Spider Man. I mean, <laughs> it's not really too much of a spoiler, but I've played the new Spider Man game. I um, haven't because so that's my I mean, bank account sucks. It's not too much of a spoiler. I was looking at Gail Simone and I just can't find the thing <laughs> she's re- doing at the moment other than that. Um, and weirdly enough, you know how you can unlock suits? Yeah, yeah. Right, so you can unlock suits in a really classic way. You've got to just get points to do it. The first suit mm. to un- you unlock, and I think it sets a precedent of all the cool suits that must be in this game. The first secret suit you unlock out of like a possible 30... Is um, the Spider-Man Noir one? Oh yeah, mm, that's like the yeah. first one. Like I, thought, cool. we we did it after the it was uh, the second part of the mission, and I'm just like, oh, we got a new suit and looked, and I was like, holy shit! Yeah, that's, that's my cool. favorite, one of my favorite suits. I couldn't believe it. So God knows what the other ones are. Yeah, they're really like they're on point with like the release of this comic and everything in this game. Like yeah. You know? um, yeah, so that's that's good. Looking forward to Spider Gwen itself. Um, I read the Cable and Deadpool annual, and it was fucking awful, mate. Was it? Yeah, and like I don't often say that, especially you know about two characters that I actually really enjoy. But it was such a bad book. Like Phil Mouse posted about it, saying that he didn't enjoy it, and I was like, mm, maybe he's just being a bit facetious because yeah. Phil Mouse can be quite facetious. <laughs> And then I read it myself, and I was like, dude, you weren't kidding, it's fucking awful. Right, just because, I'm not going to lie, I could say, Chris, for the uh, the listeners at home, what an, an annual. But I swear to God, I'm... They come th- out once a year. Yeah, but what, <laughs> what's the difference between that and an issue? I, I, I ne- cannot wrap my head around this. For me, an annual growing up, like, the Beano annual, it was a big, thick thing that came with quizzes in and all sorts in. And whatever. Yeah, well, that's a very British annual. Yeah. What comic is, book annual. What's a comic book annual different? How is it different from a one-shot or another issue? I don't the understand. The thicker. So that's, you know in line with the British annual comic book. Mm. So there's more, much, though, more pages in there, so they're more expensive. No nowhere crosswords or word searches, I'm afraid. Strictly a big fat story. Um, usually there's multiple artists and writers on it. Um, and usually they don't tie into the current run at all and it's just a essentially a glorified one shot. That's what I mean. I just I've yeah. I've never understood when you say the term annual to me, it's always just gone over my head. And I've picked up annuals and look at them going, why is this an annual? I don't get it. And then I think, and my brain goes, like you said, it's a bit thicker. But I'm like, what's yeah. a one shot to thick? Yeah, so it's, it's just it's, fucking, it's just like, again, it's like, oh, he's not really the regular host. For, for example, like, you know, the Dead um, Daredevil annual came out last week, I think. And I was tempted to buy it because I'm not reading current Daredevil. Mm. And I just fancied reading a bit of Daredevil. Daredevil. So I almost got it. And then, like, saw the cover price and I was like, nah, that's not enough for curiosity. You know, like... Just while on that, I know you're going through comics, but you just said Daredevil. I've been reading uh, that massive Daredevil trade, um, which I fucking... uh, The Frank Miller Volume 1 of Frank Miller's run. Which is oh, Clive uh, Johnson. Yeah, which oh, is. Uh, which I've always is, wanted to read that. What's it like? It's proper classic. Yeah. Like going where I didn't realize how back I was going to be going. Um, in, in, but it's 
kind of cheesy. Like, the, it's weird to read. So, like, the bad guys, like, will think about, like, how does he move so fast? <laughs> oh, what? That, that is it, is dirty it, dog will not get near me. <laughs> and it's in a thought bubble. Like, why would he think that? Is it, like, Silver Age? Is yeah, it's it? really kind of, like, there's a bit of a cheesy... Like, there's some dark bits to it. I mean... Black Widow is in it, and I didn't know this, but she was a bit of an old flame of Daredevil. Um, oh, Daredevil's had everyone. He's had a bit, yeah. <laughs> this is a shame that he's not got the eyes to appreciate what he's uh, he's having. Um, but he, yeah, he's like in one issue, uh, Black Widow fights back a um, Bullseye, and Bullseye full on uh, cracks her in, in the head with a candelabra. And smash power bombs up through a table. Like he has got <laughs> good no, old bullseye. Yeah, which bullseye, bullseye, by the way, is really like he's a, he's manic he's in this. Fuck it, he's badass. Yeah, and he's like, I am the destru- No one can defeat me, for I can make a weapon out of anything. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Um, Have like, you seen that scene where he like kills people with like paper clips? He's like done it many times, but I've forgotten what comic it was in now. But he was just sat at like a a window in like New York or wherever and he was just flicking paper clips out of the window whilst he was like talking to someone and just like killing people just flicking paper clips he'd like hit a, a bike messenger and then they'd crash into a car and then the cr- car would crash just causing chaos just by flicking these paper clips oh but it's been it's it's been a bit of a journey because it's kind of it's like looking back and you know how we talked about um what's his name white knight guy says he doesn't like those narration bars Sean like, Murphy, yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, I like a narration bar every so often. Yeah. And some panels, though, in this are like narration bar with thoughts of the bad guy and then thoughts of devil, Daredevil going, oh, I'm running out of breath. Luckily, I should be able to make this leap, which will get me nine foot away from the... Th-. And you're going, hold on, just just draw it. Just draw <laughs> the fucking thing. And, but then... On the next page, you go and they have. They just there's no speech. They just yeah, draw. It's yeah. it's the oddest thing. That's how that's how the Marvel way. Anyway, they used to sort of do it. They used to you know say what they were about to do. Yeah, and stuff. <laughs> it's like it's meant to be a visual medium, not was, a novel. I mean, I, I don't mind it. It's a, it's a different read, but I think yeah. back then I could see why people are like, this is weird. It's classic, and I mean, mm. you know, I've gone pretty far back to read some Batman stuff. And some of it is unbearable. You know, like <laughs> golden age Batman is pretty pants. Um, speaking of Batman, I've obviously been reading that month to month, but we can't discuss it yet because you're not caught up. No, I'm not caught up. Um, and have you not heard no spoilers? I, I, honestly, I'm that's re- amazing. I I've heard no spoilers. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I, I can't wait until you're caught up because, you know, I want to discuss that. With I don't somebody. know how I'm doing it. I seem to do have this... I have perfected this from... It's it's like how you, I watch you and everything you do, and I go right. I just mustn't do that. <laughs> yeah, basically, just don't follow any accounts that no. post anything comic Spoilery related until you're caught up with that said thing. Um, I have read Batman Earth One. Oh, volume good. one. Oh, good. And I loved it so much that I've got volume two on the way. Um, can we? Do an episode on it yeah. in the future because yeah. you've read it, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah, uh, Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. Mm. Oh god, yeah, I fucking loved it, mate. Uh, but we'll talk about that in detail another episode. Um, I have been reading finally 
uh, all of DC's convergence. I've been tie-ins. watching you read this. Do you know the first thing that I thought of when I, you've been posting these on Instagram? What, that I bought them years ago and spent a ridiculous amount of money on them? <laughs> and but I've only just managed to now yeah. afford a house with yeah. a roof. Um, is well, I just, just about. Yeah, I could, <laughs> I, I could not remember how bad the covers are. They are disgusting. What, the, the faded ones oh, like that. Uh, <laughs> they're oh. the variants that I chose. Oh, why did you t- choose them? Because I like some of them. No, they were horrible. It's like it's like pop art, but like if Manson did pop art, it's <laughs> fucking horrible. So, um, some of it's been good, and some of it's been pretty awful. Um, on and a whole, it was not worth the money. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that was the review from everyone. Yeah. It didn't. It, it wasn't that what it got an award for the artists and comic book run that was pretty much not worth the money. Yeah. What's Conver- it called again? Convergence. Convergence. Yeah. yeah. Fucking converse. So, I've been reading Extermination, which is not a Doctor Who book. It is uh, the latest X Men uh, event. Is it X? Termination. X termination, there you go. Right, so Oh, it still has an E on though. Okay. Yeah, I was it's gonna just say, a got a bit big X. If it was like X termination, um, it could have been like someone post abortion, but So I've just read issue two, which came out last week. Um I think it's like a six issue mini or something. But yeah, this is the big event that's gonna change the X Men landscape. And basically you know like the young X Men that are knocking around at the moment, you've got Jean Grey, uh, Iceman, mm. Hank, uh, Angel, and Cyclops. Have you still got the guy walking around you can see his bones? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot, liked I him. I've forgotten his name. Um, I think it's just, like, it's, it's just like Bubby or something he like just, that. He looks like a skeleton coated in that, like, he go, looks Ghostbuster like, what, what's that? Um, what's that film? Plas- where, plasma? No, that what's that film where the, uh, the kid makes that giant inflatable toy, but it's a, it's a superhero... Big Hero. He looks like Big Hero oh, Six if you can Baymax. see his bones. Yeah, it looks yeah, like a looks yeah. like a, a seafood Betamax. <laughs> so yeah, um, the the young X Men that are past X Men that were brought into the future. <sighs> so everyone's had enough of them now, and really, <laughs> this is the event that's going to kill them off. I think basically, right? Um, but okay. Huge spoilers, and you don't care. I don't care. By the way, have they released something called Marvel Nation where it says in the front, five of these Marvel characters <laughs> will die? <laughs> no, Marvel are much more discreet than that. Right. In fact, yeah, this was a huge, huge shock to me, what happened in issue one of Extermination. Cable has been killed. Cable's dead, right? Right. So I, I shocked. I was shocked, audibly shocked by this because obviously Cable's one of my favourite characters in the comics. Even more shocked when it was revealed that a young Cable killed older Cable. This doesn't work, Chris. <laughs> this doesn't work. So you got young Cable running around killing all the X-Men. He killed Bloodstorm and now he's just taken Bobby away and Angel and yeah, shit's going down, man. It's good. But it's weird. I'm not sure if I like it. Why has it. it killed old Cable? I don't know. That's the mystery. That's why. We're, that's what we're going to find out in issue three. But this doesn't make sense. Like, right. The other thing as well is a time traveller has killed himself time travelling. He's done it in, in the... It's, it, I'll give it its due. It's not done it the wrong way round. He killed the older version of himself. That's fine. But 
It's time travel. He's not dead. But saying that, Cyclops is dead and young Cyclops is still alive. Well, yeah, because uh, the young one is alive. Your young version. Oh, will... I see. What you yes. Mean. Yeah. So they're doing it in the right order, yeah. but it's still I stupid because I, I, you know I like it. <gasps> I'm, can I just call it right now? What? When does this time? When does this run finish? Oh, it's only a five-issue miniseries. Oh, is it? Oh. So that ends on twenty-eighth of November. See, now this is my problem, which has happened with comics, is that a big event. A big event is too big and bloated, whereas a small event, they still try to fit a big storyline in. Like five issues. But I if I had to guess, I'm just gonna call it now. I'm gonna use I'm gonna play the J Leal card. Is it scrolls? <laughs> it is scrolls. I don't know. X Men then usually mix about with the scrolls. I know, so. but it might be something fresh and zesty and new. Scrolls, mate. Scroll cable. I don't know, but it really did Scroll shock summers. me. I, I was sad because this young Cable looks like a prick and I can't be arsed with him. I want old Cable back. I mean, does old Cable like get taken by surprise by it or is it just like a battle to the... Yeah, no, he, he pretty much just gets killed like a bitch, to be honest. like It was a bit, a bit of a shock. To be like... fair, young, young Cable has the advantage because... If your young self came out and tried to kill you, all you can do is defend yourself. You can't attack back because if you kill him, you kill yourself. I don't know. It doesn't work like that, does it? I don't. The whole thing doesn't work, Chris. (laughs) In the X-Men universe, anything can happen. Oh, I hate that. I just wish it was. I wish it really was like the X-Men universe. If it was its own brand of comics... Its own thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, if yeah. we had Marvel Comics and X Men Comics, which is a totally separate entity, I might actually even go, yeah, I don't mind that. I'll, I might even buy it. But the fact that all this is happening in the same world where you've got Iron Man, Thor, and Hulk, and Inhumans, no. But to be fair, I mean, they do keep very separate. I mean, Thor showed up in the Jean Grey miniseries, like. You know, it's very loosely in the Marvel universe. It's not to be world fucking wide. It's fucking stupid. It doesn't... It well, doesn't... It's, it's still worldwide, but, you know, there's only so many Avengers knocking about, and they're in space at the moment fucking around with the Infinity Stones, so... Uh. I don't know. Oh, yeah, don't get me started on that. Infinity Wars, or whatever it's called. I read the one-shot Infinity Wars Prime, and Thanos got killed. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. And then fucking Star-Lord got killed by Gamora. I was like, what's happening here exactly? I don't know. So I'm not reading that. Did you... Um, did, I, did, did I mention to you about the weatherman? Did you've, we talk- been, you've been raving about the weatherman. We, we made fun of the name. We made fun of the last... Podcast. Ah, so, okay, so I read the weatherman. So is it good? It's. A, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I think it's really good. I would really strongly suggest you pick it up. It's filling my saga hole. Oh. It's... Which is saying something, only in the sense that it seems to be, be this space-based futuristic entity wh- which isn't playing all its cards right away and is taking time to character build. And I'm, I'm loving it. And the dialogue dialogue is great. Um, so it's from Image Comics. Yeah. And writer is Jodie Lehup. Lehup. I say Jodie Lehup. the artist is Nathan Fox. So it's mm. issue three just came out. So let's have a little flip through this on my naughty comic book website and I, see what it looks like. Uh, I mean, oh, wow, the art's pretty, it pretty is. neat. It's nice, it's gorgeous. 
I don't see if read issue one. If by the end of issue one you don't want to read issue two, I will. I will do. I will read any book you want me to. But I just think it's such a clever name for a film, a film, for a comic. Um, that makes it sound so nonchalant, and actually, it has been nothing but really action packed. And, and he draws dogs' buttholes quite detailed. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, did, I, I might pick that up. It is. Um, it's, it's nice to read. It's, a, it's a treat for the eyes. As I'm, I'm a little bit of um, of a snob when it comes to indie books. I I tend to veer away from them because I'm strictly superheroes. So yeah, I know. You it takes know. a lot for me to pick up an indie book. Um, they've either got to have um, incest with <laughs> you know cross cross species incest or. Some weird shit like that, or some kind of like anthropomorphic curvy pig girl on the front, and then I'll buy it. <laughs> um, so what else have we got here? What did I read? Um, I read. Come on. I'm, ju- I'm just looking through all this, and it's just all convergent stuff. That oh mentioned. my god! I, I mean, I can't even. I don't. I think that is something I could handle hard. Say I would definitely never read. I just don't, don't have any urgency about that whatsoever. There was nothing about it that sold it to me at the time. There's nothing about the the covers. Look like you know people who say they've got a fear of holes. You know, like when they've got they look at a sponge and they go, "Ugh, I don't get that." But I do looking at those covers. I just think they look ungodly, and they just give me a little shiver. Let's talk about Go on. Avengers. Oh, we're going to be have to. We might struggle. So I picked. Where up, are you up to? <laughs> I'm, up, I'm up to issue five. Oh right. Okay. Um, I have picked up issue six, but I haven't read it yet. Okay, so you know we're, we're well into. This I'm on the first... cusp of the 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 end of the six issue run of what it is now. Which, by the way, can you have, uh, does it have legacy numbering in the corner? I can't remember. Yes, all all Marvel books now. Well. Know, ones that are our legacy have the legacy numbering very small underneath the yeah, regular so. issue number. So we're on issue number six nine six legacy. Yeah. So it's creeping up to seven hundred. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Not quite DC's Action Comics a thousand, but still pretty impressive. But yeah, um, I actually enjoyed this first story arc. I'm not going to give any spoilers away. Um, what? Where are you up to then with it? Um. Ghost Rider ran off with Captain America in the car. They've all met up now. I think Thor kissed She-Hulk. Oh yeah. Um, it's been it's been a weird ride. Like the, the the main thing I have is when I'm regaling it back to you now, Chris, is I can't really tell you much of actually what's happened in the in the threat level. Like I just remember that there's big space giants, big space giants that are trying <laughs> to stop from rising up because they've killed one way back in the time, and I don't know it's. It's really annoying because one, I like the art, and two, that's what's keeping me there. I like some of the dialogue, but I don't like all the dialogue. I feel like Captain America and Tony Stark. They have. Have you seen in South Park where they've got the dolphins bobbing the balls out with things to say? Mm. You ever seen that? I feel like they've got someone writing Ghost Rider's uh, words and uh, Doctor Strange's words. But I feel they've got these, these two dolphins for Captain America and, Th- and Thor and uh, Tony Stark because they're not saying anything that I find funny or witty or cl- new. Yeah, if it wasn't for the art, I think I would have dropped off this a while ago. Um, the latest issue that came out last week was, um, I think it's a filler issue about like prehistoric Ghost Rider and the cover is him like riding a mammoth. 
Um, so I didn't buy that. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is a good point to jump off it. You know. Oh um, God! Why do they think these things are a good idea? I don't understand so, it at all. Yeah, I've dropped Avengers. Not to say that the first run wasn't cool, but it just wasn't enough for me to stick around. It was like this with with, with Lady Thor. They were doing really well with mm-hmm. Lady Thor, and then they went, "Let us tell you about an old Viking tale." It's like, no, just if you have to admit you need to take a break, take a fucking break. Leave us wanting more. Don't just barge any old shit out we only do one podcast a fucking month of this and we only do one podcast a month of talk nerdy to me we don't make up loads and loads of pointless podcasts like for no apart apparent from reason. The, the super mario one the super mario one where we just we needed to spend time together but we don't try and force shite out what i have jumped on in replace of the avengers is west coast avengers Okay. Now, this has been a real nice, refreshing book written by Kelly Thompson. She's actually one of my favourite writers at the current moment. Um, she did um, the Rogue and Gambit miniseries, which was great. And um, she's doing Mr. and Mrs. X at the moment, yeah. <laughs> which is also great. Um, she's just a really... F- she, she She's great with character development, and she's really funny with the dialogue, and the story just rolls along nicely. Um, West Coast Avengers consists of... Hawkeye, Hawkeye, uh, so obviously Kate Bishop and Clint. Yeah. Um, Kate Bishop, it's like they keep pushing Kate Bishop, but she's I, great. I, it might just be me, but is anyone anyone bothered about Kate Bishop? I like Kate Bishop. I'm not saying no. I'm Phil not saying, Mouse is a huge Kate Bishop. Is he? You see, this is the thing. He I, wrote a song about her. Did he? Yeah. I thought that was. Did he about yeah. Lady Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Oh, oh, don't call her Lady Hawkeye. She's called Hawkeye. No. Well, <laughs> well I know. You, Oh, no, she's either Lady Hawkeye or she's Hawk Lady or the female Hawkeye. It's not that she has to be genderised, but when there's two of them... No, that's that's the joke, man. They're both called Hawkeye. That's the joke. But... If you don't get it, you just don't get it. Mm. Anyway, Gwenpool's on this theme, which is a joy for me because I'm a Gwenpool fan. And um, who else is that? I've forgotten his name. It's, um, Hawkeye. Let me have a look. it's Hawkeye's boyfriend. He's a he's a new character. Which, um, which Hawkeye? Uh, girl Hawkeye, Kate. Kate. Kate's, Kate's boyfriend. You said girl Hawkeye. <laughs> it's Kate's boyfriend. I forgot his name. Uh, and also Quentin Quire. I don't know if you're familiar with this character. He's an X Men no. character. Um, he's he's like a, a meager level mutant telepath. Uh, and he's he's actually quite a fun character. And you get uh, America as well. America Chavez. And issue one was really fun. It's just wacky, light-hearted fun and much more enjoyable read than the Avengers flagship is title. Is Gwenpool her own thing, really? Or yes, he... Gwenpool is kind of like Deadpool, believe it or not. She's self-aware, she she knows she's in a comic book and she she basically... It's like if, if we jumped into a Marvel comic right now. Yeah. That's what she's like. She's aware of all these characters. Yeah, but if that's what I mean. Is she her own character? What What's the difference between her and Deadpool? Uh, you, well, if I drew Deadpool, pretty much nothing apart from the genitalia. That's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I don't like. Like, why not just use fucking Deadpool? It's very lazy writing to me. I don't me. know. I mean, there's probably more to it. I haven't dived into her... Uh, I don't think there's any more to dive into. I think the original yeah. ones, they will have maybe talked about the old Gwen Stacy joke. But going forward, unless, you, 
you're not going to build on that. You just, especially on a team, a team book, you're just going to kind it's of skip comic on. relief. Yeah, but how she many others can they have used? She was in Champions for a bit as well. Um, I don't know. I just think she's fun. It's just a bit of fun. Um, what I what I have read that really did quite blow me away was Batman Kings of Fear issue one. Now this came out of nowhere. Have can you I see of, the cover? Have you heard of Kelly Jones before? Yeah. Very famous Batman the, artist from the back ge- in the day. Oh, I thought you meant the singer with Stereophonics. <laughs> right. Oh, he, right. Is that, is that new? Yeah, it dude, it's new. But the art is just like... It's that like, looks like... It transports you back in time from like the 80s, you know, just like 80s Batman comic. That looks like and Batman was, from the, uh, the way he gets turned into a vampire. Yeah, basically. I mean, uh, he did um, Nightfall, you know, where Bane broke Batman's back. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of era. And he's come out with this book... Um, some uh, Peterson is the writer. Um, I don't know the first name, but it doesn't really matter because the art is just what you what you come for for this. Nah. Um, you need to read it, man. It's so good. Is, when did this come out? Last week, I think, or the week before. Uh, I've posted it on the first of September, so oh right, I Wednesday before that. that. Uh, but yeah. the, oh, I had no pause that week. I, I, did, I purposely didn't go to the comic book sh- comic shop because. I looked through the list and I didn't see anything I liked, but I must have thought Kings of Fear was linked to something current. No, it's totally it's its self-contained. Oh. And it's like, um, it's just like animated, an episode of animated Batman. Oh, you see, know, I like stuff like, like that. It's so good, man. And when you've read it, we'll talk about it because it, it's good. Um, I've also been reading the old Uncanny Avengers book for a minute. Um, it started off very wobbly uh, and then mm. Cable came in and it got better. <laughs> that's how anything gets solved with you just yeah. put a cable I'm not to knock cable and this is a completely separate discussion but I, I do not get how that guy comes in and makes everything better for you I just, I he don't. just body slides his way in and just makes it all better <laughs> uh, let's have a look at what else I've been reading so much um, uh, Unnatural uh, that's, that's weird uh, art is gorgeous um, what what about, what about you, man? What I mean, I've, I've, I feel like I've hit a bit of a dead end here because I have been reading, but I've been carrying on from... So for the last podcast, it was uh, Farmhand and Pla- Plastic Man, which oh, yeah. that's Gail Simone. I really remember that. That's Gail Simone. Oh, is it? Yes, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. is Gail Simone. Um, I've just been reading a lot of that. So if you listen to the last podcast, I haven't actually picked up anything new in a while, which is why I'm a bit kicking myself that there was a, a new thing I could have got on there with the Batman Kings of Fear. Um, other than that, I mean, could we go into just quickly this in this DC Nation? Let's talk about DC Nation. Um, so, four issues of this have cut, has come out so far. It's basically DC's new free zine that they put out every month. Free zine! Um, and it has interviews with the creators in, little bits about the latest storylines that are going on. Um, I skim through them when they come out. I've given them to Jub to browse and um, mm-hmm. have you got anything worth discussing in there? I do this one has been making its rounds around uh, some comic book fans it's weird how I thought this would have got a lot more uh, momentum which there's no pun intended there really or maybe there was as they have decided uh, since the Flash War is coming up they wanted to actually um, put all of what maybe the speedsters or the fastest characters in Marvel Comics uh, and Marvel in DC Comics sorry uh, in order of what they believe are the fastest right 
So, the top ten fastest characters in the DC universe. Is this like when Phelps raced the shark? Uh, <laughs> like who? Phelps. Michael, Michael Phelps, is that? No. <laughs> who's, who's Michael Phelps? No, no, yeah, you're right, you're yeah. right. I thought you were talking about, uh, what's his name, Fonzie jumping the shark. I was like, why is that I'm relevant? lost, I'm completely right. lost. Right, Fonzie it's jumped the shark. Into chaos. Fonzie jumped the shark in Happy Days. It was a weird thing he did. He jumped a shark, and it's forever now known as a trope when you run out of story ideas and you come up with something that's completely stupid. Michael Phelps raced a shark. Yes. Right? But except he didn't race a shark. No. It was a 3D shark. Yeah. Yeah, right. What a disappointment that was. This is so. Are you familiar with Josh Williamson? Oh yeah, he's been writing the Flash for a while now. Yeah. Right. So he also he, did that button. He was put in a hypothetical contest between all the super speed characters in the DC universe. Who would cross that finish line first? So what is the fact, the order of them? Right. So it's basically a race. A race, but who would come first? No cheating, nothing like that. It's a completely fair race. Oh, so race. This, this is not a comic book. This is just an interview. This is an interview. Oh, right. I was going to say, that's now, a pretty boring premise but for a, com- for a comic book. It is book. being that it's now, they have said it's official DC canon. So, right, okay. right? okay. So what he says is now official. Yes, I have been told okay. this is what is kind of picking up a bit so of pace. So this is actually... So it's been confirmed by other people high up So it's confirmed well. in DC Nation, yeah. issue two, I mean, Who Dan, is Dan the Dio is the publisher, and he's approved it um, as well. Okay. So, in so number the, ten, so this is actually something that will solve many years of nerds debating this. Yes. So here we go. This is important news, guys. Number ten, Kid Flash. Okay. Makes sense. He's the kid. Um, when he was asked why, he says, Wallace is still young and learning how to control his powers. His bravado is a little faster than he is. Once he gets a handle on his abilities, he has the potential to be the fastest, but it's going to take some time and experience. So, ten. Mm-hmm. Right. In nine, Shazam. Mm-hmm. He's been granted the speed of Hermes. He can run as fast as lightning bolts, but even the swiftness of the protector of the Rock of Eternity can't give him the edge over the other speedsters. Right. Right, so that's why he's nine. In eight, Godspeed. So, have you seen him? No. Who's Godspeed? He's the White Flash. Yeah, I don't recognise him okay. at all. Well, well, when he must be called August, because it says, when August first got his powers, he was maybe faster than Barry Allen, but Barry and Wallace siphoned the speed he stole from them now that his powers are more in check, Godspeed needs redemption if he's ever going to t- tap into his true speed. So that's why I put him there. Apparently in the comics, he was ridiculously fast, but that's why he's number eight now, because of how that ended. Number seven, Wonder Woman. Okay. Diana is the greatest warrior in the DC Universe. She was trained by the Amazons. She understands the mechanics of running better than anyone on this list, which gives her an, e- an edge over the other competition. Don't you think it's funny that, like... Someone that's actually a speedster, Kid Flash, is the slowest out of all of these people. This is what's getting people's back backs up a bit. But their argument is that she's she's a god. Yeah, but I can't imagine her like running like faster than the speed of light, you know. But apparently she she can. Apparently he just because she can understand the mechanics of running, right? But this I can understand be... the mechanics of running. You just put one foot in front of the other. No, but I mean, quicker. Think, oh no, that's not fair. What about um, what's his name? Um, Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt. He under he understands the mechanics of running better than all the other people he's against. 
That's why he's the fastest. <laughs> yeah, but he's not a speedster. He is. <laughs> right. Number six, and if that means your bristles go up. Number six, Cheetah. Right. She has zero hesitation in her movements and a no-mercy mindset, which helps her stay focused on her goal, a swift kill. Her unrelenting drive makes her one of the fastest threats in the DC universe. Okay. I think I'd be okay about this list if if Kid Flash wasn't at the bottom there. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's just like Kid Flash, it just makes him sound slow. Right. That cheetah can run faster than Kid Flash. Yeah. Yeah? It's a bit weird. Number five... Black Racer. Right, okay. It's not just a matter of speed with the Black Racer, it's that you can never escape him. Death is always coming. That's part of the Black Racer's speed. He's always there when you least expect it. Hero, villain, god, human, the Black Racer will always catch you. So puts him kind of in the middle. Right? Mm-hmm. Number four, Superman. Mm-hmm. The Man of Steel is unmatched from flying in the air. Able to arrive and save the day in the blink of an eye. But once he puts those two feet onto solid ground, he can't quite crack the top three. Mm-hmm. And the top three being number three, what do you, who do you think it is? Okay, well, I'm just trying to think of who's left. Who's left? Uh, let's say Reverse Flash. Yes, so yeah. number three, Reverse Flash. He's one of the most evil and obsessed characters in the DC Universe, driven solely by his desperation to be his childhood hero, The Flash. It's that desperation that ultimately slows him down. He can never let himself be faster than the person he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who do you think is number two? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Go on, Chris, come on. The Flash? Well, yes, but which one? Which one? Which one? <laughs> Wally? No, mm, it's Barry. It's so, Barry. Barry Allen. What was funny about working with Jim, he says... Was he designed something everybody loved? Uh, something everyone loved it. We approved it, and then he kept designing it. So just ye- so just years. What? Oh my god! This is terribly to published. <laughs> Dan DeDio, what are you doing? Oh my god! It's like two separate paragraphs, you know. Uh oh. Who's in charge of the editing here? It doesn't even say why. So this is a paragraph that's going to be somewhere else in here. This what? Part, yeah. So it's a Barry Allen, and here's the reason why. What was funny about working with Jim was he designed something, everybody loved it. We approved it, and then he kept designing it. So just years. He's a massive talent. He's consistently drawing, <laughs> and I had such admiration for him for so many years. And it's just got me up tenfold since I got here. What? I th- Dude, that's what, what it fuck? says. That's weird, that. That is said. Uh, and in one! <laughs> okay. Wally West. Wally West. Wally understands the spiritual side of the Speed Force, and with that understanding, he trusts the uh, Speed Force. Oh, okay, I get it. Even though, oh, I get it. As a Methodist, I trust <laughs> the spiritual no, side. No, no, it's, it's only because of the whole DC Rebirth thing, like, you know. Um, even though he may not fully grasp the science behind it, his faith lets Wally tap into the full breadth of the Speed Force. He doesn't run through the Speed Force. The speed force runs through him. Oh, yeah, I like that. Bit bit of, like, Jedi shit, that, isn't it? Yeah. 
But Use Kim, the force, Barry. <laughs> but I would like to point out, like, I'm a top Shazam fan. You've got a Black Adam top on, but I can always say, whenever you go, ah, the Flash, I'll go, well, Shazam is faster than Kid Flash. <laughs> but who really gives a shit about Kid Flash? <laughs> yeah. And then the only other thing to talk about on the newest DC Nation, uh, is it? it's not even that. Yeah, it is. Number four, it says, in 21 days, one of these characters dies. And who's on the front cover, Chris? Okay, so this is the new uh, Heroes in Crisis story that's coming up. Written by Tom King, and I can't fucking wait for it because Clay, Clay Man is on art, and this book's going to be great. I can't wait for issue one. But on the front cover of DC Nation, we have big letters in 21 days, one of these characters dies. I just said that. And we have Holly Quinn, um, Booster Gold, Robin, um, who's that? Is that Speedy? Speedy? Yeah. What do you mean, Speedy? The uh, the guy with the bow and arrow, I or is that you... red arrow? No, it's, that's red arrow. Red arrow. He yeah. he he famously took Speedy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah in yeah. that drug storyline. Okay, uh, cyborg and uh, Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. Uh, is that somebody behind? I know that's no, no. Green Lantern. Is that these. is that that's Tim Drake? Isn't Tim it? Drake. I think so, so. He's died. Well, he came back again. I think. Yeah. So they're asking twenty-one days. Who of these is going to die? The kid that's died before. <laughs> the guy we don't really know the name of. Um... <laughs> Booster fucking gold. Mm, or so Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn ain't gonna die. My, I'm putting my bets on Booster. Uh, I don't think they're gonna kill Cyborg off. No. So it's gonna be it's gonna be Booster or Kyle Rayner or uh, Red Arrow. I think. You know. Well, I think it is gonna. I think you're right. I think Tim Drake could still be a possibility. But you know what? I would like to see. I would like them to. I would love them to kill Harley Quinn because I think Harley Quinn should take the reins of a storyline that was never fully used by another brand and do it and do Harley Quinn goes to hell. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great? Well, Wouldn't that be a great storyline? It, it would be a great relief, I think, for all the old school Harley fans to see new school Harley killed off and for them to sort of bring her back in her original form because. The new books really are shite. Uh, I, thought you, um, I thought you liked the new creative team, or is it still the same old, same old? It's not as bad as it was with the uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor, but you know. I know, like even I said to Eve, we were walking around this a new. There's a new nerdy shop uh, up in Leeds. Um, it's a bit out the way. It's in Morley, but she was quite happy to go and have a little look around. It's nothing special. It's totally taken advantage of the fact that. It's more popularised now, nerdy stuff, but I'm not going to complain because it means it's easier for me to get hold of stuff. For instance, I can go in this little shopping mall and, hey, there's a nerdy shop, great. Um, amongst all the stuff that was kind of derogatory of Harley, there was this beautiful notebook. Oh, that's cool. Which, yeah. uh, to describe just to the people at home, it is literally proper classic, classic Harley. Nothing more than that. She's not set over overly sexualised at all. She's just... In, in her big, old school costume. Old school costume, laughing her head off. Um, and as simple as that. And I yeah, showed that cool. to Eve and she thought that she a little tear came to her eye. She thought it was great. <laughs> Lovely. Um, right. Yeah, just on a, a little tangent here with um, Booster Gold. I mean, we can't discuss it in depth. Oh, that might be the one spoiler I know. But he has been in the Batman book recently. Because he's a dick. And there was a big fucking thing that went on with Booster Gold. Um, yeah, so... I think because of that, yeah. he may die. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it's, it's Booster Gold. What happened to the Booster Gold movie? 
Do you remember that? Do you remember that? It was that a when... movie. It boosted gold. No, but I mean, do you remember when we were when we were heavily posting the fatted news and stuff like that? Do you remember we found out there was going to be a booster gold movie? Oh yeah. And what has ever happened to that news? Because it was like fully confirmed. If oh, I oh, sp- out... speaking of news, we kind of forgot to talk about the comic book news. Have we missed anything? Um, or is there nothing to of note? Really I will have a quick look. Oh, here we go. Literally, someone tenth of March. What's happening with the booster gold movie? Um. What's happening with the DC Universe movies? <laughs> you know, like, they're not going to throw out a Booster Gold one. It's uh, it's oh, it's not something you want to see in development. Mm. Oh, that's not happening. Um, Let's see how the Shazam movie goes. because oh, I think if they do a Booster Gold movie in that vein, it will be good. See, if they do a Booster Gold movie in that vein, and Shazam kicks off well as well, I think DC might have to comp- really rethink Batman because I yeah. get it; he's the gritty guy. But they'll set the total wrong tone, and it will not fit in at all. And they're just piggybacking off Christopher Nolan, and they're doing it in a way like like Christopher Nolan's Batman's. It's like I'm trying to think how to put it. It's like Alice Cooper was right, this first shock rocker, and I feel like Batfleck is like Marlon Manson trying to ride off the pigtails of it. And at first, it seems like a good idea, but as we get older, it's like. A bit immature. It's like, all right, put your fake tits away <laughs> and stop doing weird paintings. Um, news, yeah, good point. Comic book news. There was a couple of things that I could only discuss probably with you. Um, so you don't watch Gotham, but if you did watch Gotham, in it a character appeared at one point called Crystal Reed. Um, she is famously from Swamp Thing. She's a female lead, so uh, they've confirmed that there is a Swamp Thing TV show in the works for the DC TV channel, which will take away from the perfectly fine Netflix channel we have, and all of these corporations making their own channels is going to ruin it for everyone. I've got one thing to say about that. Go on. Fuck Batman. No, no. <laughs> Shut up. Honestly, do you not see the problem that is going to arise here? Right? Do you not see... Think about it. We Do you remember back... Let me hearken you back to a time when you and I would come home and we'd go and sit in front of our telly and we'd have to pick something to watch on a channel. We'd like have to five pick channels five channels if you're And then when we got older, these channels became 100 channels, okay? But then there was still cross things that crossed over, stuff that was annoying, it's on different channels and what have you. But all of a sudden someone went, what if we put all these channels in one medium and you can pick and choose things to watch in the order you want for one price, that's fine. And everyone kind of started going, oh, it's seeming popular, I'll put my content on it and it seems fine. And now everyone's getting too big for the boots. And Disney want to pull all the Marvel stuff away and the Disney films. DC want to pull all their DC stuff away, which means Warner Brothers kind of lose their deal, so kind of want to pull some other stuff away. Rumour has it then Fox is going to Disney, so Fox's stuff will come off. And then you're going to have about four different channels, possibly even more as it goes forward, where it's all going to be like, is it £8 a month for DC? I don't know, but I'm not going to get it. Exactly! I've, I've already heard that they're going to put Titans on Netflix, so... No, it's not. It's going to DC. Apparently, like, literally in the past couple of days, a news article came out and they were saying, oh, they're going to put Titans on Netflix. I'm going to read... Hold on. Let me just check this now. I is it, it's just called Titans, isn't it? I don't it? care. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't even pay for my Netflix, my Netflix subscription. I, I use um, Abby's dad's Netflix, so 
I don't subscribe to anything. I'm not going to subscribe to um, to DC, whatever it's called. I know, but imagine it's like it is care. ridiculous though because you have um. Oh, it may come. Oh, you're right, Chris. It looks like it may come to Netflix. If it's on Netflix, I'll watch the first episode. But it looks fucking dreadful. Like, I mean, I don't want to go into it too much of it here, but I'm right. I'm a huge Teen Titans fan. I always have been. I was stoked to meet Marvel from the London Comic Con last year. Always loved the comics. In fact, that was my gateway into comics, the Teen Titans stuff, the old eighties stuff. Well, um, so. You know, I'd love to. I've always been touting, you know, a Teen Titans TV show or movie. And what has come out, you know, <laughs> is just so far removed from anything I'd ever want to see. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I recently went to go see Teen Titans Go to the Movies. I was about to say, they have done a movie, um, Chris. And Teen Titans, the TV show, Teen Titans Go, fantastic. Love those cartoons. But I will go into um, the Teen Titans Go to the Movies a little bit here because I know you've not seen it. But. Mate, that film is the funniest film of the year. It's probably second in my film of the year, next to Infinity War. <laughs> it really? was amazing. Like, as a DC fan, as a general comic book fan, there were so many Easter eggs and jokes in this film that had me crying. It was that funny. Like, it's just picking the proper parts. Oh, mate, it's itself, so it? self aware. Like, and it took the piss out of Marvel. It took the piss out of Disney. It was just fantastic. I mean, I don't really want to spoil it by like telling you the no, jokes. No, I do want to see it. I do but you'll know it. what I mean. When you see it, I mean, yeah, absolutely amazing. I can't recommend it enough. I know a lot of people probably think it's just a kid's film. But if you're a DC Comics fan, you will love this film. Honestly, just go and see it. All right. Uh, but yeah, going back to the, t- the, 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 the Titans... Um, DC, what's it called? What the network it's on? It's going to be the DC network. DC network. But the yeah. thing is, um, it has. Said, it looks so, dreadful. Um, currently, because they're in talks about how they're doing it, it's not known how international they can make it. The DC network. Yeah. So yeah. it looks like, luckily for us, we might get it on Netflix. We're going to get this, and maybe keep stuff on Netflix because internationally, it's harder to launch something that yeah, big. Disney yeah. have the power. DC don't. Yeah. Um, but then that means if you live in. Uh, North Korea, I mean America, um, you'll be able to have that taken away from you and pay a lovely £8 a month charge. Fuck that. Honestly, I, I think it's the most backwards. Economies work better when there's less people. Someone has to have a monopoly. Someone has to be, to a degree... Disney have got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Buy everything. I think Disney might be end up end up being the, the, the one that kind of... They might end up get buying Netflix. I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. But... That's a wild tangent. They need to buy DC as well. That's what they need to do. Fucking <laughs> Warner Brothers, mate, will never give that up. So let's talk about the meat potatoes meat of this potatoes. podcast. Let's talk about Batman and the Signal, mm. or as you affectionately call it, Batman, Batman and the Switch. And the Switch. <laughs> because this comic has ruined a character. Duke. Yes. What's his name? Dukes of Hazard. So, Duke Wish Wellington was a great little character that was come up with for the We Are Robins storyline, Robin War. Right, so before you go any further, I just want to say, disclaimer, I have not read 
Robin War. I've okay. recently bought all the issues and the tie-ins Ooh. to read once I've read Snyder's Batman run because apparently it follows on. Yeah, just from Snyder's Batman run, right? Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. Some point yeah. there. So, without spoiling it, what's the origin of Duke? Is it Duke Thomas? Is that his name? Duke Thomas, yes. What is the origin of Duke? Because I don't know anything about it apart so, from what I've read in this. Duke really has a great origin. D- does he appear in Batman before Robin War? Or? No, he's just in Robin War. All Duke is, is it, there's a point in Gotham where there isn't really a Batman, as there is a sense. Um, so he decides to organise, bun- him and a bunch of kids, mm. uh, like-minded individuals, decide to take the icon of Robin be, mm. and be... Batman's Robins on the streets and mm. try to stop basic crime. So it's really good at street level, mm. um, a bit in over their head at parts. There's a really good, like, um, a Goonies kind of feel to it with them all uh, being just kids and trying to get along, but none of them have powers. Right. And that's what made It's like this runaways without powers. It's really good. I really liked it. And that was all there was to Duke. He just wanted to make a difference. He was a good kid. And then, unfortunately, something happens, which does get touched on in this, to his parents, and it... Is it may... something to do with the Joker? Yes. Because something... I, I've, I've read bits and pieces, like, because in Metal it was touched upon. For, you know, on the cover of this, it says spinning out of the pages yeah. of Metal. So I, I kind of know, you know, that his, his parents were joker toxins kind of thing or something you know so like... joker and part of that run you're about to read snyder's run at some point joker goes absolutely full-on on gotham and try and does something really big um it it has it had a continuing effect in the dc comic universe since then mm-hmm. um one of the things though is people affected is his parents and they have been joker toxins right um and he that's that's his thing his parents aren't dead it's worse they're, they're yeah, dead but yeah, he can yeah. still yeah. still see them alive and he constantly goes back to try and um, better them and try and get the, a cure for them. Of course, Bruce has then a bond with him, just a, get a good kid, wants to sort out, the, sort out Gotham. His parents have been taken away from him by the Joker of all people. Mm. Kind of feels his thing. And that was enough. And then Snyder thought, let's slap a bright yellow costume on him and give him some weird sunlight powers. Yeah, well, the thing is, I heard Snyder talking about um, Duke in an interview and he was saying how he's waiting he's waiting to give him a, a name and a costume like, and he was holding back for ages he's like I'm going to give him this perfect name I'm going to give him this costume and is this the first time we see that? Yes or is it in No No it's in metal isn't it? It's in metal he shows up randomly and he like who and he's like, what yeah, the he faces f- off against Green Lantern in the Batcave yeah like, um, but he's and he's got this on. He if looks he, like the yellow Power Ranger. If he's put it on at the end of like another run, I didn't see it. I didn't know. But for me, this was this was my true introduction to this suit. Right. Um, for me, it kind of looks like someone tried to said, "Oh, I know the difference between old Daredevil Yellow and Batman," and tried to draw them and didn't really know what the fuck they were doing. It looks absolutely fucking hideous. So the concept of this is, you know, it's it's hit the, the signal, which is Duke's awful code name. The signal. Um, so he is basically daytime Batman. How rubbish ah. does that sound? Daytime Fighter of, of the Nightman. Oh. How rubbish! Champion does... of the sun. It's like daytime Batman. 
That's like for me the like another one of like serious Joker. It it kind of takes something away from it, but it it still like it doesn't work on another sense. Like it'd be like calling um, Batgirl now instead um, walking. What was, what was her name when she was in the wheelchair? Oracle. Oracle. Walking Oracle. It's it's. <laughs> It doesn't work, day, so, and it's day. It is. You're right. It's a daytime Batman. The so, suit looks shit. So, so tell me, like, how he got powers? I Did don't he get powers know. From, is it so, is something that happened in metal? I don't gave it, him I, powers. I, I'm not sure. So he didn't have powers in Robin War or Snyder's Batman run, right? Not that I knew of. And so how is he? This, how is he a superhuman now? I don't really understand. It's like he, they call him metahuman. Um, he can see. Things that are going to possibly happen because of the way. Oh, I hate. You know what? So sorry. I'm trying to say, but making me say it makes me feel nauseous. <laughs> so he can see because of the way light reflects, and it reflects kind of in the future. He can see movement before it's going to happen, so he can predict what's going to happen. It's. How someone's gonna move when they're fighting. Oh, you know what? I'm only, you know what? I'm gonna get the actual definition of it and then see if it doesn't sound any less stupider than what I'm saying now. Yeah, so, it's, Duke Thomas Powers. See, I thought I'd I'd miss something because as far as I knew, he was this street level, you know, Robin in Robin War, and and now he's got this costume and he's got superpowers. So I thought I'd miss something in between. But you're 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 on the same page. Yeah, no, I I really found um, him really. He has a unique physiology. He's a metahuman. Um, um, what the fuck is this? Duke's physiology appears to be unique to other metahumans. Um, he can amplify other people's abilities in his presence. So. He's not. He's he, he, he's like a fucking. He's like a Lucas aide for Batman and for Superman. Because <laughs> round him, they've got a bit more energy. Um, he's apparently no one has claimed that Duke has the uh, potential to be immortal. Um, Duke has photo connected powers that allow him to take in light through his eyes. So do so, so do I. Are, yeah, yeah. Um, and see changes and variations in light that other people can't. His eyes can absorb light faster than normal humans. Bear in mind, I want to point out to the person who came up with this power, my eye is absorbing light at the speed of light. (laughs) How much faster can you go? You can't, Chris. (laughs) You cannot go faster other than going twice the speed of light, but it doesn't fucking matter, all right? That's ridiculous. Um, he uh, He can manipulate the way he processes light, Particularly powerful forms of nth metal, Scott Snyder shite, as I call it, um, <laughs> allowing longer, more vivid visions into the past and even some audio. Which, how does light pick up audio? That's sound. Um, he has retrocognition. You can look back at the history of, a, of light in a room and see a few minutes of what happened before by seeing the ghosts of the light that hit the objects in the room. So he's like a superhero Derek Akora. Yeah, but you know what else is really handy? This this would have been a quite a clever uh, character to come up with maybe in the 1920s. But it's the year 2018. Everyone's got a camera, mate. Yeah. You sure? You just log in. Is there a, a, a computer in that room? Yeah, I'll hack the camera. 
He can. It's it's crap. So this is Snyder that's come up with this, right? I'm guessing, I, yeah, because that that's his creation. <laughs> oh, oh wait, oh wait. <laughs> Do you want to know his abilities? Go on. Oh, these are great. These sound like this isn't so much abilities, but to me, what you find on a teenager's CV: leadership, mm. indomitable will, mm. martial arts. Exma? No, hold on. Ex- What's that? Excrema. Exma? Oh, it's a martial art from the Philippines. Oh, obviously. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, what, what was the other one? To, to finish off, hand-to-hand combat. This is all the same. And stick fighting. These are not abilities. These are just... This is stuff you can do. In a, he's, he's shite. They've shitened him up before this. He was a street-level thuggish young lad who had no problem with beating a guy around the head with a bottle if he just meant there was a ch- um, as long as he didn't kill him I'm, I, honestly I know I keep going back to it but I'm so curious to how he got these powers does it say how he got them oh um, it will I bet it will hold on it says because um, it just seems so fucking random it is it's, it's, it's such shade's power isn't it because he was in the casting right of Dark Dark Nights no Dark Days the mm. casting and then he just disappeared. He wasn't in the main run of Metal, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's here, apparently. Yeah, so what happened in between the casting and here? I, you know what? I bet if there's anyone listening to this and they might know and might be screaming at the iPod or phone or the car radio right now, I get it. But you know what, Chris? I kind of don't fucking care. If no, I can't no. find it that easily there, I'd have, and I, I've been following since We Are Robin, and then I've read Metal, and I've yeah. read this shitty Batman and the I Wipe My Arse With This Signal fucking comic, then, and I still don't know. I don't fucking want to know. <laughs> okay, so let's crack on with issue one. Issue one. In issue one, the cover starts and filled me with terrible dread when I saw his horrible yellow custard costume, and then on it... Batman has, for some weird reason, a little French tash. Little top lip tash. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's got a little... Uh... A little like, ha uh-huh. he's back again. <laughs> right? Weird. What happens in this? All that happens is we see... It starts off, first page is... And I, I want you to know that I think Scott Snyder read my mind when I saw this, and then by the end of this, the opening line is... Before we start, I just want to say I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hell no. You're thinking we have enough bat people already. Look at this table. And then it shows all of the bat family. And I thought, thought, you know what? Yeah, he's fucking right. I don't want another guy there. You know what? You could even say that it's for racial integration. But we've already got a black guy at the table. We've got a lesbian. We've got women. We've got men. We've got enough of everyone. We do- you literally have no purpose. We've got a kid who's younger than you fills up the young role. There is no reason for you to be here. Right? I like the fact he was separate. And then it goes on to show him having a battle on a bus. Street level stuff. Um... Using his weird, like, oh, I can see things before they happen slightly power, um, so just to avoid a punch. Which, to be honest, a bit of good training would show you that. Yeah, I was going to say, if he's trained by Batman, surely that power's got to be pretty fucking useless. Yeah, because right! Because he must be really... If he's got all these martial arts from the Philippines training and all the rest of that wank, 
then surely that, that would just be inherent in him anyway. Honestly. So this power is literally pointless. Talking about this to you already is realise I've opened up something inside me which I know is going to turn into a blog about how how a great writer like Scott Snyder, and I use great, like, he's a love-hate guy I have with him. Mm. He, that Snyder run you're about to go down is glorious. Mm. But there are parts, which we've mentioned, mm. metal, where I don't like it. But I've already yeah. put, that's my taste... I think I, I, I it, it's pure opinion. Here, I think this is it's fact. This is this is terrible. Well, the thing is, Snyder didn't really write this, right? If you look at the credits, he's top bill. Yeah, but he didn't, he didn't actually write it. Write it. But he definitely story... had a hand in changing him and giving yeah. him his powers. And these I mean, powers are shy. Talking about Snyder, for example, I mean, I really enjoyed Metal. I really did. Um, but it was very uh, complex. Mm. And the, his current Justice League run that he's doing, I really enjoyed the first couple of issues, but man, he has snided the shit out of it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is so complicated, I've given up. Oh, have like, you? Yeah, I'm not reading Justice League anymore. Um, it's just too much, man. I mean, when I pick up a comic, I'm usually like... I've just finished a really long fucking shift at work and I'm getting into yeah, bed yeah. and I just want to unwind and just read some fun. You yeah. know, just some nonsense like Cosmic Ghost Rider or, you know, West Coast Avengers. I don't want to crack open a book that's going to take a lot of concentration like Justice League. But, like, it's just so complicated, I mean, I, man. I, I, I see and where you're reading from. it from month to month as well, or what is it? It's bi weekly, I think. It's, it's almost like you forget what's happened. And you have to reread the previous issue, and it's so complicated. It's just not worth my time. But I think you can have a complex run, and it's still be enjoyable. Like, like what? Like, like, well, any Batman, like large, large story, like a trade where it's an actual like mystery, like reading uh, the Long Halloween. I looked forward to coming back to that. I looked forward, and it wasn't easy. Because I have to remember, because it's using a lot of Italian names, which there is something that me and Eve have noticed recently, slight tangent, where if you watch something and people's names are foreign, and this might be when you said maybe about your how you can be related to someone and it sticks with you a little bit, even if you don't mean to, I find it harder to follow the story. So if I tell you the story, a, a joke involving Tom, Dick and Harry, Tom went to the bar first, then Dick got this and Harry got that, right. follow it. But if I use the terms... Frasia, Nyada, and Yvonne, you might struggle to remember who's who and who did oh, what. Yeah, yeah. So I'm reading this, The Long Halloween. We're back, by the way. Um, and it's all Italian names, and it's a murder mystery right. with a gang. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I've got to admit, sometimes I have to go, wait, which one? Which one was, uh, you know, Tangletelli or whatever? But, but it was really enjoyable. But Snyder is way more than just names. Yes, like, that's what I mean. If, honestly, mate, if you read the first couple of issues of this current Justice League run, you'll know what I mean. I mean, I explained it briefly in the last episode, I think, where um, people were inside people's bodies in spaceships and shit. Oh. It was that thing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Snyder can get pretty Fucked. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Snyder had a hand in this. Um I don't know if that made it better or worse. But, I mean, on a whole, right, it's only a three-issue miniseries. Correct. I enjoyed reading it because oh, I didn't... Uh, I mean, I was confused on why he had these powers and stuff, but I quite liked the character development in it. I quite liked his supporting cast. I quite liked the art. Um, it, it was 
just kind of a throwaway little little fun superhero story. Um, I can understand why you've got wound up about it because you have uh, a, a history, history with the character and you've seen him come from this you know cool street level character and now transformed into whatever this. It's like is. seeing your favorite punk band sign to a major label. And go from. I've seen that many a time. Yeah, but it's like seeing them go from writing all oh, my best friends are metalheads. So that really shit one they did. Oh, she's losing her mind or whatever <laughs> the fuck they sang. Bless the Jay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Though? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um, so uh, personally, me, I don't have any like animosity or any like hate towards this book the way you do. Um, but I'll say it was pretty average. You know. Hmm. Um, well. I mean, another thing is, you know, you said, oh, I like the background characters. The reason you like some of the background characters is they are characters that were developed and appear in We Are Robin. Oh, and really? I, yeah, oh, and I okay. like cool. them. I like them as well. It's cool. just, he's this. He's just ridiculous. He looks ridiculous. And this yeah, is, I'm, <laughs> I like I like ridiculous normally, but I think Batman, I think, I think the art is a little bit off to me. I don't know what it is. I think this, I feel sorry for the artist because like you said, he's going to be like day Batman and I feel that's been given an impossible task. Yeah. You've got to make him yeah. dark and brooding, but in the day yeah, in a yeah. bright yellow suit. And there's so much yellow in this book as well. Well, even so, so much yellow. Daredevil yellow, like he didn't stay yellow long. They quickly made him red. And then there's that um, run with that artist who decided to kind of tie up that knot, that loose end, because I think it was like they just stopped and when they started Daredevil again, it was red. And some guy went back into Daredevil yellow and he purposely, every page, it's yellows. So the whole page, it's like different yellows oh, right, and everything. Cool. So it works, yeah, you yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. But this, it's just like... Um, so, okay, let's go into the, the story if we can. Is It was quite weak... Um, yeah, and the dialogue was quite weak. Where are we up to with this now? So can we discuss what's going on? At yeah. This so all that happens is um, the characters, like you've got Jim Gordon and some of the other characters, are saying there's something happening, um, which takes a bit of a goes under the carpet because we quickly find out that Duke uh, lives with his uh, cousin. <laughs> oh, the hilarity! Um, and he's got girls round, but they are just his mates. Um, but then you turn over the next page, and that moment's passed. Everything's passed. Uh, he's at Lucius Fox Centre. You can find out his stuff off Batman, who, by the way, is really cavalier about the whole thing. Just having... He invites Duke down to his un, his new underground lurk. Um, like he's a villain. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he speaks to uh, Bruce via text. To meet to his new place, I don't think Batman would be that like. Oh, that's fine. I think he would blindfold him or have like some code. Then he's like, "Here you go. Here's your armor." Um, gives him his armor. We go back to Duke being a teenager. Ha ha ha! Such hilarity. Um, and then you just go to Duke investigating something, um, and then it turns out to trap the people he was fighting at the very beginning. Um, um, in the beginning scene. Um, have come back together as a team to get him. But the thing is, and it's always, I've just noticed reading this, that that very first scene right there, mm. what did that have to do with the price of fish? Like, where's that in the rest of the book? Yeah, it's pretty choppy, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I, I, 
I don't think they had any faith in this. I no, think that they no, literally no. gave it three three issues, and I have a re- weird feeling that not not to knock the artist, but I don't think they probably gave him much time or um, they searched for ages for the right artist. No. I think they just got. I think an any, artist. anyone could have done that. Yeah, but can you see how I was initially then like, what the fuck? has happened to Duke. <laughs> well, what the fuck have you got me to pick up, Chris? Yeah. I remember we were in, uh, well, we were in Manchester. Yeah, uh, I think it was. We are in Travelling Man, and you were like, what should I pick up? Um, oh, what's this? New Batman book. And I was like, oh yeah, I've read that, it's pretty good. And you are like, okay, cool, I'll pick it up. <laughs> Instant regret. <laughs> oh, man, I feel like sure if I could turn back time. <laughs> but um, then you committed then. And but you, then I am committed. Fuck, it's only a three issue run. Well, that's the thing. I feel like <laughs> if I'd known it was like a seven issue run, I wouldn't have bothered. No, but no. three, again, it's good marketing. They know that I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 30% of the way through. <laughs> I might as well go dip me over. By the way, as a bonus, as a bonus on. Batman and the Signal. Obviously, see, make you go. Oh, we'll throw in a little uh, a special treat. You had the first part episode of Sideways in here oh, as yeah. well. Yeah. What a way to finish dog dog shit with course manure, please. <laughs> that was just awful. Um. So yeah, I wasn't impressed. So of course, I picked up number two. Um. You know, you know what? Why I think I let this book get away with so much is because it kind of was a bit X Meny for me. Oh, so sh- <laughs> some and shit. It, no, I mean like the whole mutant thing. You know, they're calling them what metahumans. Metahumans, this, yeah, right? yeah. And it just sort of reminded me of the X Men, and you know how much I love the X Men. Yeah, so. I have this feeling they have been throwing the term metahuman around a lot. Mm. I have a feeling that that's more Doomsday Clock based. Mm. So they can lay a little bit of Doomsday Clock groundwork because that seems to be a little. Uh, that's a ticking time bomb waiting to go off, but we can't wait for that. One. Oh, I know, yeah. Can't wait to do the Doomsday oh. Clock. <laughs> hey, we're not even going to talk about anything other than Doomsday Clock that it's episode. Good. It's going to be a two-parter. I can already tell. Um, so then the next one is quite forgettable. It's just Duke talking about like his dad looking around at the city. And then you go to the next page, and it's already forgotten that. And it's about Duke escaping from the people that laid a trap for him, getting a fight with them again. Um, he he then discovered. See, this is it was really it's actually quite forgettable. I don't remember what yeah, happens. I, I don't at all. It was a, it was a few months back when I read this, and I don't remember much about it. No, even going through it now, look, looking at the book itself, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> Um, for some reason, yeah, he 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 saw someone, but who wasn't there because of his silly little power. He could see someone that no one else could see, who was controlling them. He goes back to tell everyone, but they don't quite believe him, and he's got no way of proving it. Um, he's got this. I mean, look at this. This is like it's like the Doctor Strange. Yeah, or, it's like Sanctum Sanctorum. He was a street. Level teenager who would who got a cool red leather jacket, sewed a robin patch on it, and went around with a baseball bat, cool. knocking the shit out of people. That's what you've turned him into. Mm. You like it? Look at you, the little sparks in your eyes. <laughs> sparks. You want every? I don't mind Cosmic Ghost Rider because it's tongue in cheek. This is like trying to make Cosmic Ghost Rider, but serious. Yeah, it is taking itself way too seriously. I'll give you that. Um. 
And look, he even appears in an operating room like a ghost, like Doctor Strange. <laughs> it's just, it's just a little bit weird. Um, in this one, they're operating on a giant fucking octopus or some shit like that. Um, and then what really doesn't help this book is in the middle of it, Chris. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, the best spread in the entire book is this <laughs> is the Earth One advert for um, Green Lantern Volume One, which you know what I completely forgot was out, and I am going to order when I go home because <laughs> I really wanted to know that. Thank you. Well, all the Earth One books I've read so far have been great. Fucking great. Yeah. I need to read that Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman one. one. Yeah. That's on the list. That's yeah. on the list. Um, so then more shit happens. Um, <laughs> That I can't really explain. People like he looks at his past. Oh, here we go. Here we are. Here we are. This is like a clue as how it happened. What happens with parents? So he was given the suit before he had powers. So in metal, right? Joker says that he knows that he's a metahuman, but he didn't know he was a metahuman. That's right. Yeah. Right. I remember. And in this, it's saying like actually. That's a point. Joker knew, but no one else knew. He went, but by he went, but Batman must have known because it's only if Joker knew, Batman knows because mm. he's the greatest detective of all the time. Um, and then he goes to challenge Bruce, and he goes, "You knew I had some gene inside of me, and you pulled me into your world so you could have a look." To um, and then he's like, "No, Duke, don't be ridiculous. I don't know a thing." But then there's a big problem happening um, that they get called to, and they have to put aside the differences and forget about it. Um, and yeah there's a new uh, bad guy in Gotham or wherever they are and it's taken over all the people which yeah it's 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 so throwaway there's nothing really there's nothing really it's, this yeah. is a I can talk more about why I hate this because of the lack of stuff to talk about yeah I mean you've been quite quiet I've been ranting I, it's so, I've been ranting like fuck it's so forgettable <laughs> Uh, and throwaway that I don't really remember reading it. I mean, what... I remember going, yeah, it's all right. I mean, what do you... I mean, compared to I mean, other Batman comics, do you think the... I mean, I mean look, even the 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 Batman... Logo. Logo is, a, is weirdly not right. The ears are too far apart. <laughs> I, I, do you think... Why do you think they did this? I just can't wrap my head around why I, they did I it. I think because... Snyder kept saying he had plans for Duke, right? And I think he just needed to get it out there before he started his Justice League run. Like, and, and what else has he done since then? Uh, no Justice and all that. I think he just wanted to just do away with it and just... I mean, he's already palmed it off onto another writer, you know, to actually write the book. Yeah. He, he hasn't even... I mean, let, let me just address this. Have a quick look at <laughs> the credits here. Let me um, just address this right now. I mean, where I hate this. I don't know where they put the credits at the back or the front. Sometimes, oh, I get halfway that, in the middle. Yeah, I get. Here we go. That. Story by Scott Snyder and Tony Patrick. Writer Tony Patrick. So there you go. Scott Snyder's just been on the blower to him and gone. Right, this is what's happening. Write the book. Do the dialogue. Um, so, so yeah, he's, he's palmed it off. I think that it, it potentially could have been good if Scott Snyder had actually written it. I think um, I, I'm with you on that, but. Yeah, it's it's just ultimately quite throwaway. I'm with you on um, that only because he 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 invented the character, so he would have still had yeah. some way of knowing how the character got wrote and what he'd say. But 
I mean, this powers thing. Can you think of anyone with shitter powers? <laughs> Apart from maybe like our man or someone like that, or, or, or damage. Our man. Yeah, I've heard of our man. Is this? This that sounds like what damage is. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Basically. I mean, do you, I he was in the, he was in the Justice Society. I've got. A I'm book. just gonna have a look for issue three. Okay. While you do that, I'll just tell you. I have this book, and it is about the worst superheroes. I haven't read it yet. But I um I got bought it off someone off the basis that I once told them because I do know some of the world's shittest superheroes. One thing I did before I got into comics was I don't know if you you know this, Chris, but I'm quite a cynic. I can be quite um, I can look at the bad before the good sometimes, even though I try to be Mister Positive. But when comics kind of like were getting their heyday about ten years ago, maybe even a bit older. I wanted to have a look at the shit side of comics. Yeah. And I yeah. wanted to look at the rubbish side. So I've, I think I've talked about Dog Welder before, who's a guy who <laughs> welds dogs onto people's faces. Um, if you like that kind of stuff, you'd love the latest issue of Batman. Uh, because he's, he's, he's in it with Nightwing, and they're fighting like the Condiment King and Crazy Quill and all these. Oh, like... no, that's why the Tom King run's been really fun. because he's... Yeah, I mean, he's done Kite Man. Kite he Man. made Kite Man a really serious, awesome character. That run was like something else, I haven't seen, else, the, full... I don't know. Um, I haven't seen the full run it's... of that, but I've seen it mentioned. When is it? I think it's something to do with... Um... What was that? He did... It was like War on Jokes and Riddles, I think it was called. Yeah, I've not got to that um, point yet. But yeah, once you get there, I mean... I mean... I've been singing Tom King's praises for many months now, and I think once you get into that part of Tom King's run, you'll really understand why I love him so much. But yeah, in the latest issue of Batman, uh, it was just Nightwing and Batman fighting all these like ridiculous villains, and Nightwing just like taking the piss out of them. But that's my thing. Like I remember uh, Doorman. So it's a oh, guy yeah. who yeah. he puts his hand against the wall and he can walk through it. <laughs> but you know what? When I'm saying all these powers, I feel like they are handy. They're all I quite just, useful. I don't Whereas find his Duke's power. powers, like, it's just a stretch, isn't it? I mean, I've just opened up issue three here. Go um, on. It's Go the, on. You, the final... you wander us through. You, <laughs> right. you, you let me. You let me walk us through. You walk <laughs> us through. I'll talk you through part three in Gotham by Day. This one is entitled Dusk. Um, so loads of shit's going on I, I don't even know what's happening but Batgirl's there, Nightwing's there Red Hood's there Robin's there and they're all fighting these like um, what they look like, Inhumans they're all just like they're all lit up from that thing like I said, ba- Batman and the Switch were having a little bit of discussion Switch. about his gene Cat- pool and then they all went oh, guys, you've got to come down. If shit's going off in Gotham, there's a big emergency. And, and they've all had to go down. So Batman and everyone, the Switch, can the signal go invisible? Because he's like half invisible on a motorbike here. Yeah, now this is another thing. It's shown him that he's, he does randomly go invisible. But funnily enough, when I read out his powers and abilities, that, wasn't that, on that there. isn't on there. But in this comic, he does sometimes go invisible. But never at really a point that seems... How I want to say it's like you're handy, like and like I say, you just played it. He like jumped out at someone in um in in. Oh my god! Again, can I just point out again? Reminding me, me this this comic. I want that one. Oh, the Batman Red Sun. Oh, the Batman yeah, Red Sun T-shirt yeah. again. A purchase I completely forgot about. <laughs> Thank you, Batman and the Signal, for reminding me what else I need to spend so my money on. You've ultimately just invested in a book of adverts, right? A book now. of adverts? And someone that looks very much like Marvel's Lizard. 
complete oh, with yeah. uh, purple pants. Oh my god! That oh my god! <laughs> I've seen the... Did I miss that? I don't know. I mean, the... who's that meant to be? It's just a. It's Is that just... not King Croc? Oh yeah, he's called Kid Cobra. Kid Cobra. Yeah, Kid Cobra. But that isn't a cobra. It's got arms and legs. I know. Yeah. This guy doesn't know what the fuck he's writing. Look at him. Kid Cobra. Kid Cobra. Oh, so, not... yeah, I mean, when I'm actually looking through this myself now, it was handled quite badly, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it was awful. It, it was, was a, a car crash. It was a throwaway story that had potential that was just sort of ruined by this this story and, and the lack of um, explanation for anything, really. What's the weirdest thing, though, is, and it's like, I'm still not following is with Batman and the Bat family one of the rules that you could say there is is that you don't need superpowers to be in Batman's yeah, exactly. circle in fact he kind of has he doesn't really like people with superpowers mm. it's taken years to get him to the point where, he, where he'll tolerate them and work with them but you name any member of his team they don't have as far as I was aware superpowers the only thing that might be super about them is they've come back from the dead, but that's comics. Hashtag comics, that's it. But he's the first one they give powers, and it's it's fucking... It's almost like they knew if they'd given too many powers, he'd be stronger than Batman. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to go from here with this character at all, and I think that's the reason why they've palmed him off on this three-issue miniseries, and they're just going to keep him over here for now, because he's never in a million years going to get an ongoing now after this. No? Um... And I don't think they know what to do with him, especially now they've given him these powers. It's really odd. I mean, at the end of the book here, he just faces off against the villain and he's like, shit, he knows my identity and all this. And uh, what is going on here? There's like, no. It's like a crystal maze dome or something. He didn't mind people um, knowing his identity last time, but he, was a, he, he just used to beat the shit out of people. And I don't know. There's a big beam in the sky. There's a big explosion. DC love doing that to end a story. <laughs> um, and then Batman is flying 200 feet above Gotham um, with some giant wings that look like... You know when you get a figure in the 90s of Batman from yeah. like a movie and they'd have like wings that clip on that weren't in the film? Yeah. Like, it looks like that. Can I put out, like, that is, again, look, Batman's smiling. Again, he smiles loads in this. Yeah, he's um, he's dangling uh, Duke over Gotham whilst flying above it, um, and he says, "Day shift's over." <laughs> <laughs> and then the little um, the little uh, what do you call it narration box here is Duke, and he thinks, "Thank God for my mentor, for my friend." Oh fuck off! Because <laughs> he's like falling down, and Batman catches him. Um, and they're stoked. I'm going to try and find out what they've done with him so far. Like, what Well, he's he... not He's not been in anything since this. Has he not? No, no, this is it. Um, so at the end of the book, he's having a party with Bruce and uh, Alfred. <laughs> he's having a party. No, he literally is having a party with everyone. Mm. Um, and then he visits his parents, and they're still like whacked out on Joker Toxin, just laughing. Yeah. Um, and that's it, really. Uh, you've got him on the roof with Commissioner Gordon. Um and yeah, that's it. The end. No, like, um, oh, you know, signal will return in or anything like that. Yeah. No, that's it. So, status unclear. Yeah. It's so, just, they've written themselves into a corner, mate. Yeah, I mean, usually on this podcast, I like to do a book that's good. 
but I thought let's switch it up a bit and do one that's not that great and yeah. ultimately you know it's provided a bit of a discussion on some other stuff that we enjoyed so you know what is a bit weird though like how this came out two years like this year was it this year yeah 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 oh my god that was this year yeah yeah oh it felt like so long ago chris i know let me see issue three yeah june oh june june oh my days right so, so that, that came out so that came out in june well no it's um it says june on it but that May. means that that's when they take it off the shelf, so it comes out a month or two months before that. Yeah, April. But how does a company like DC, who in the year 2018, and comics are a much bigger thing than they've been for a while now, and they themselves said they're going to focus on more storyline-based, like single, they don't, really, they don't want to fall into the Marvel trap that Marvel kind of have. How do they let something like this happen? I don't know, and I'm actually quite confused to why it's had a trade release as well. It's been released in trade along with... Has um, it got other bits in it It's as got well? bits from Batman's Metal in it that tie oh, in. So that's why. I but see. it is like one of the things where... Because they're releasing the Metal Trades at the moment. But the thing so. is, if you bought the Metal Trade, you get all the bits with him in, mm. and you... You don't need that. That's yeah. the other confusing thing. It says from the pages of metal, which made me think that you have had to, to read buy it. it. Or like, but it yeah. had fuck all to do yeah. with metal. It had fuck all to do. Yeah. It it pissed me off in so many ways. It found new ways to piss me off. It's like how what should we do? Let's give me a yellow suit. That's annoying. Let's make it make you realise on the very first page it doesn't fit in. That's annoying. Let's put the logo wrong. Annoying. Implies to do with metal when it's not. That's annoying. Uh, put uh, fucking sideways at the end. That's annoying. <laughs> so it's a thumbs down from you, mate. It's my fucking dick down. It's um, from me. I'll say like only ever read it when you've got nothing else to read. Like it's yeah. not atrocious. It's not like. Um, Oh, what's a bad book? Uh, I, I recently read the uh, Venom Punisher, like three issue miniseries from like the nineties. That was awful. Yeah. The covers were wonderful. They were all, like glittery and holographic, but the actual story was dreadful. What? That's pants. I'd read this over that. What? Um, um, what was the what run of um, when it was the Avengers were actually being were bad guys and they were being run by was it Zemo was the main one of the main Avengers they were given another name like the Invincibles or the Immortals or I don't something. think I read that it's well I could pick up a trade of this and Thunderbolts Thunderbolts mm, I should know that name yeah you should know that name actually I wouldn't mind putting out but uh, friends of the pod um, Jay Leal Mr Field Mouse uh, our good friends here. Thunderbolts Wakefield is wearing a t-shirt with not one, not two, not three, but four Thunderbolts on. <laughs> so I will, I will post a picture of my t-shirt that I'm wearing on my Instagram. It's a, it's a, from Revenge of the Nerds. Um, it's a really cool clothing line that does like punk parodies of comic book stuff, and it's my black flag Black Adam t-shirt. I fucking love and it. And it says uh, Shazamage on the yeah, back. I like. love that. So yeah, I couldn't resist it. Awesome shirt. But. My point being that that one, I bought that from a... You know The Works? Have you ever heard oh, of The yeah, Works? Oh, yeah, yeah. The so, Works, right. How you, you see all those, that? like... You see all those mini-comics I've got down there? Yeah. They're just scaled-down, uh, you know, collected editions. Oh, are they? They're just mini-comics, but I picked up a load of them. 
and they're actually so small that you can't really read them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the words are so small. I didn't small. realize they are, so they're comics. Yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus! Like, the, for the viewers, of... for the listeners at home. Um, it's like the size of a DVD it's case. It's the size of a Blu-ray, yeah. And yeah, so you get them from the works. So you know, international listeners, the works is basically a book and craft shop. It's a book and craft street, shop, but, but it's all budget. old shit that no one wants. Like that, wholesalers have just you know yeah. sold to them for cheap, and they yeah. just flog them. So it's like so if you need trade. to buy your kids something to entertain them, and you don't want to give a you buy them anything electronic, you go there and you would be like, "Hey, there, let's bet you some shitty board game and something you can break, and I'm not bothered about and some coloring." And but it does have a book section, and it's where maybe books go. I call it where books go to die. Yeah, um, and they did have a comic book section. That I was where the fuck was I? I was with Old Horns. I want to say we were gigging, but we've never gigged. But we went into this, into one, while we were waiting for uh, Mort to have a piss. And I saw the comic book section and saw that, and it was like £4. and thought, fuck it. And now I really wish I had fucked it. Because <laughs> it, was, it is one of the worst things Hasn't I've ever picked works, up. Hasn't the works, like, been closing down? I had a closing down sale for, like, ten years now. <laughs> there always seems to be, like, big posters yeah, on the wall. Yeah, and I like, wouldn't so mind, but they're opening... Closing down! Closing everything down. must go! But they're opening a new one in Ormsgate. <laughs> in fact, they're opening a new one in Ormsgate. It's like a big conspiracy, isn't Gaz, it? Gaz works at one now. Oh, does he? Gaz works at one. Oh, that yeah. man has an ability to find the shittest brand in Britain... <laughs> And work for it. Iceland, Power World, <laughs> uh, fucking the works. Yeah. <laughs> I swear he's worked for some other uh, Premier Bowl, Summerfield. We're is... just listing Gaz's work history yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I think we should end this podcast. But, see, those are his powers and abilities. <laughs> okay, uh. so yeah, yeah, let's wrap it up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Chris's Comics. Um, anything you want to add, Jub, before we sign off? Yeah, please, please, please go over to www.talknerdy.uk just to check out all the stuff we've got going on there. We've now got, like, what I'm trying to do a cosplay of the week. Um, and also, go and check out the comic book haul videos I'm doing and realise I've been a bit wooden in the first five because I've not been swearing. So, thanks to Chris's great advice, I'm going to head over there uh, on Wednesday with my new haul and swear my arse Yeah, off. don't censor yourself, man. No, we want the unfil- unfiltered version of you. But that's what you did. Version. You censored yourself so Aiden could watch your videos. Yeah, but I wasn't wooden. I was. I can. I can talk without swearing. Believe it or not. That is a <laughs> fucking lie. <laughs> so yeah, um, go and check out all the other episodes of Chris's Comics if you haven't already. And you can actually listen to the whole back catalogue at www.chriscomicspodcast.com. Can um, I out? I'm just going to stop you now because you are... Creaking the chair. Sure, right there. Okay. You're trying to promote yourself. So maybe do this again just so if you listen back. Okay. However, if you do listen back and it's fine, then for the listeners at home, I'm sorry. Okay. So, yeah, you can listen to all the back catalogue of Chris's Comics Podcast at www.chriscomicspodcast.com or if you want to listen on iTunes, just go search for Chris's Comics Podcast on iTunes or go to the Instagram at Chris's Comics Podcast and then just click on the link and it'll take you there. So yeah, thanks for listening and thanks for joining me, Job. No problem. And you'll be here again next time. I'm... Because <laughs> I want you to be. <laughs> I, I might, I might word, I'd say put on a moustache but I can't even do that. <laughs> yeah, I think next time we'll be talking about 
volume one of the Ultimates. Yeah. Um, so that is going to be interesting. The Mark Millar Ultimate Comics Avengers <laughs> run. I love the way you say Mark Millar. Millar. Mark Millar. <laughs> so yeah, TTFM. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace. Yeah.